Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. I'm Maunus and today we are witnessing the launch of a brand new HP gaming subseries of products because usually when HP has done something like gaming there has been something like HP's like in-house gaming brand which has just been like HP gaming. They've done monitors and they've done laptops before with a sort of a greenish aesthetic but that has never gone mainstream. Now mainly what we remember HP for is Omen. They're dedicated sub-brand for gaming and they continue to do very well there. They're, particularly their new desktops like the Omen 30 liter and 45 liter are doing incredibly well, getting good reviews. So all of that is great. Um, but what you might have noticed is that HP Omen in general, particularly in the laptop space, are quite pricey. You pay in the same vein as Razer Blades, you pay for the build quality, you pay for the design, you pay for the R&D, and you pay for a really sleek kind of experience. So what HP thought was, okay, we'll offer up a different sub-brand than the Omen brand, which is strictly like bang for the buck, budget-friendly, you pay for the specs kind of deal. And that is how Victus was born. This is the big Victus 16.1 inch. Yeah, this is a 16 inch gaming laptop. And while there are some things that I don't like about it, what you can't really fault is the performance which it produces. So let's take it, let's go over the things that I don't quite like first. And again, that will that'll position us good for the good stuff. So the main stuff that I don't like is the kind of compromises that one can expect when something becomes cheap and budget friendly. And it is essentially build quality, material quality, that thing. Again, I've held this in my hands for only a couple of minutes and you can already see the smudges. Now you get this on like a three times as expensive razor blade. So I'm gonna cut HP some slack here, but still it just shows that this plastic is cheap. It also feels cheap at the bottom. Every, every single panel feels like it can be bent and well, I'm not gonna say destroyed, but it feels fickle. It feels basically like that you could like scratch it or bend it with only applying a little bit of pressure, which isn't good. The bad news continue on the inside because while this trackpad is pretty roomy, um, it's big enough, but I would have liked it even bigger. And particularly when people say that they don't want a bigger trackpad because they, that leaves a little space to rest your palms on. Well, that problem is only gonna be exasperated by having too little space over here on the left. The keyboard itself is really mushy. I didn't really like the responsiveness on the keys. They feel just kind of soft and like keys that would probably stick. It is Danish Bang & Olufsen that has tuned the speakers, which should should be good news, but it really isn't. I think it's like two downward firing um, uh, versions and they don't really produce any kind of wholesome sound that I like. And we're not gonna talk screen just yet, but because even though that this is a 16 inch panel, I'm not really seeing it. And that is because of this 16 by nine bullshit that we've gotten used to. Luckily, we are getting rid of it, like particularly ASUS is leaning heavily into 16 by 10 aspect ratio displays, meaning that we can get rid of this dreadful chin, which does nothing apart from showing me a Victus logo, which is just really, really annoying. I should also stress while we are at the bad news that while HP themselves say that you should be able to get around seven to eight hours of battery time away from the wall with the bigger six cell 83 watt hour version, this particular unit 
got around five hours, which is a bit less than you would expect, particularly with a Ryzen CPU, which this has, which aren't as power hungry as the equivalent Intel's. So the main thing here is that there is just a lot of quality of life things that I don't really appreciate all that much. But that being said, what you are sacrificing is that, you know, uh, you know, uh, daily life kind of experience of having a great responsive trackpad, good keyboard, big, like big bulky battery life, a lovely build with awesome materials. And there are a lot of consumers out there that would really willingly say, well, I'd sacrifice all of that for performance and like functionality. And functionality is what you're gonna get with the Victus 16. Now, first of all, you can tell with the ports. Here, you get two USB Type-A, and over here on the other side, you get full-size SD card reader, something that is becoming rarer and rarer these days, headphone jack, um, USB, I think it's USB 4, essentially, because it's not Thunderbolt, as you would get on the Intel variant, another USB Type-A, HDMI, and Gigabit Ethernet. All of this really good news. It is a barrel connector. I don't know whether or not USB Type-C would be able to provide the wattage that the machine needs, but I'm just, I'm getting increasingly annoyed with barrel connector based uh, chargers. So, but that's maybe just me. Um, so a lot of different ports, really cool stuff. Inside though, and maybe I should stress this before, I'm gonna open it up again, and then I'm gonna tell you what these things cost. So they start at around a thousand euros. And here in Denmark, I saw units that are advertised at around 9,000 kroner. That's a 16 inch machine for around 9,000 kroner, which gives you a 3080 and a Ryzen 7. Now, you can get better machines than this. You can also get better machines, which are smaller, more compact, like the Zephyrus G14. The Zephyrus G14 would start at around 12,000. Now it does give you better specs, but it does put into perspective just how much value HP is going to offer here. So in like more specifically, it is a Ryzen 7 5800H alongside an RTX 3060 for most models. Alongside that, you would find 16 gigs of DDR4 memory, but you can also get it at the 32. And then finally, a, uh, a 512 gig NVMe SSD, NVMe 3.0, but you can also get it with up to a terabyte. So 3060, as well as a Ryzen 7 5800H. Now, for around those, again, 9,000 kroner or about 1,000 euro, that's actually really, really good. And most competing laptops from say Dell or Asus or Acer simply cannot match this pricing. Sure, there are things that I don't like about it, but performance wise, we are like, we are in the ballpark. That is really, really cool. So we also get like small cool things like Wi-Fi 6E, which is awesome. Mumimo networking, Bluetooth 5.2. Um, and I mean, and the port selection is great. When we did our benchmarking tests, that we saw no examples of thermal throttling because they have increased the thickness and giving you this huge back exhaust here to make sure that all of that hot air can be completely circulated and cooled. And even if you like hit it with the max setting in the Omen, uh, in the uh, Victus software, well, it doesn't get quite as loud as I had feared. So again, they have focused on the fundamentals. 
offering up good specifications at a decent price, properly cooled, and without the big sort of noise risk that some laptops really, really do tend to have. The, the only thing that I'm gonna have to go back to is the, is the screen. So yeah, we have this chin that's annoying. It's a 1080p screen and you can get it depending on SKU either at 144 hertz or 165 hertz. Some are IPS, some aren't IPS. This particular one is a 144 hertz 1080p IPS and I could only get it to produce around 280, 290 nits which isn't enough for any kind of VESA HDR certification and I think isn't enough for the kind of various scenarios that you would use a laptop which is you know transportable enough uh, I think that is kind of a, a, a bummer you do get around hundred percent sRGB color gamut coverage but we're not even going to be talking DCI-P3 it's just not going to get there and the last thing about the screen um, is this I don't know if this comes through at all obviously now I'm you I'm applying pressure to create this wiggle effect but I can tell you that just from daily usage, moving it around, moving the table, this hinge isn't stiff enough, and that would annoy the crap out of me. But, well, when all that's said and done, it's really easy to follow HP's thinking here. It's, it's extremely powerful for the specifications that are in, it's thick enough to cool itself properly, and you're not paying as much. I just wish that we weren't compromising things which are so fundamental to the user experience like a proper trackpad, a good keyboard, a stiff keyboard, uh, a stiff screen hinge. Um, so that is what's bothering me, but I can understand why a lot of people would gravitate towards this and I think a lot of people will. So for much more on the Victus, stay tuned to Game Ranger.